All right, Chuck. Jay. What up? Chilling. And start the show. No, I'm joking. I got a joke for you. Tell me a joke. It's hard to explain puns to kleptomaniacs because they're always taking things literally. Oh. You get it, dude? <laughs> taking things. Literally. Literally. Ah. I totally understand how batteries feel because I'm rarely ever included in things. <laughs> That's not bad. Okay, you want to start the show? <laughs> <laughs> Give me, we're only 30 seconds in. Give me one more. What does a nosy pepper do? What? Get jalapeno business. Oh, oh my God. See, we should have stopped. It's, it, we always go one too far. <laughs> yes, and that was it. Let's start the show. What I don't think is a podcast and you're listening to it today. What I don't think is a podcast and it's hosted by Chuck and Jay. We don't know what we're going to do and we don't know what we're going to say. But all we know is we're not doing it today. Yeah, we're not doing it today. Not Nordic Pod at G. Hi. Hi. Hello. What up? How are you? Me? You. Or our listeners. We have listeners? We d- I don't know. We didn't get an email, so <laughs> does anyone is anyone aware of our email address? Is anybody out there? Does anybody care? You know, alone in a crowd? No. That is not NordicPod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Thank you. I just referenced probably the most obscure hardcore band out there. So. Well, it could have been Pink Floyd for all I care. You know what I'm saying? It. Hello. Welcome to episode 20. Is there anybody in the podcast universe world time thing? Welcome to episode 27. 27. Dude. 27 of We're Not Nordic. Isn't that a uh, Jim Carrey movie? That's that? the number 23. Shit! I watched that with a former roommate of the podcast, Chris. Okay. And it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Damn it, I wish I would have made that joke a few... Po- Yo, let's go back. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's throw that joke in let's there. Let's do the director's cut of episode 23. Exactly. Jim Carrey is terrible as an actor from here on out, and Chuck turned his head and it started to sob. So, should, <laughs> should I just go right into the news? Let's hear some news. What was the name of the last podcast we did? On the left? Oh my gosh, no. Honkin' on Ho-Ho. Now, do you know there's an Aerosmith album out called Honkin' on Bobo? Yeah, it's all cover songs, I think. Do you know that there's a drummer called Honkin' on Sad Not in the Band anymore, though? <laughs> I meant to bring that up last week. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, that's quite a saga. Yeah, excluded Aerosmith drummer Sue's band. Founding member files lawsuit ahead of Grammys. Yeah, so there's there was video on TMZ of him... Like trying to get into rehearsal at the Grammys and the security guards being like, "No, Stephen and Joe told us not to let you in." I was wow! Like, for, like you've been in a band together for fifty fucking years, and this is how you're handling things. Uh, well, the band said in a statement that they had encouraged him to rejoin them many times over the last six months, but at this point, they would be doing a disservice to him, to ourselves, and to our fans to have him play. Without adequate time to prepare for or rehearse. Yes. How fucked up is that? Yeah. What what song could they possibly be playing? Like it's. I'm sure it's some hit for 30 years that he's played 4,000 gajillion times. Yeah, and from what I was told, didn't they do Walk This Way? How many times has that guy performed Walk This Way in his life? I don't know, but he, he walked his way right out of the <laughs> deal. You know he walked his way out of the theater. Well, the, what from what I heard, it's um, Alex Van Halen's drum tech play drums he's the guy that's filling in that's what i was told but i'm not i don't have that information 100 percent. well alex does play a pretty gigantic kit so it's probably it's probably not the easiest thing in the world to tech for him oh uh, my 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 issue here 
is. What are your feelings? Oh, it's way fucked up. You think it's way fucked up for him to play the Grammys or in the band in general? Do you think that they're going to go back out with him? I No, I think he's done. I think this is their way of ushering him out the back door, and I think there's more to it than what we're being told. I think there's probably some kind of fucking royalties dispute behind the scenes, something like that. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's the whole thing. I mean, he's been in the band for how long has it been? Over for 50, 50 years. years. Yeah, and they're going to give him the whole old heave-ho yeah, with I, a kick to his drum. <laughs> Dude. His drum is his kick, kick drum, drum and kicked out. And they they I said tried. like they said they made him audition or something yes. and he didn't have enough energy. It's like motherfucker, you guys all look like human skeletons. None of you have energy anymore. Yeah, I, I think I think it's kind of a, a blow to his ego and to his talent and to his forthrightness. Uh, friend of the show, uh-huh. Matt. Friend of the show, Matt the Greek. I was talking the other day about how nobody in Aerosmith looks human anymore. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. He said that Joe Perry looked like Sly Stallone's grandmother getting ready to go to Coachella. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but I mean, do they still rock a, a, a wicked axe? I did not see the Grammys. I did not see them perform. I heard the performance was pretty awkward. I didn't. Uh... Awkward in what sense? Because it looked like Run DMC looked like they were the same exact age they were many years ago. From what I saw from the clip. Well, you know what they say. Money don't crack. That's that's what Eddie Murphy said in his SNL monologue. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, I feel that they should just disband. Stop playing. Oh. No one, well, well, what happened was is, is that they had a... They had... What was it called when they're out in Vegas? A residency. They had a residency yeah. out there. What does it say? Let me, let me read this whole story to you hit guys. Me, hit me. It's pretty funkadelic. Aerosmith drummer Joey Kramer says he has been shabbily treated by fellow members of the band he helped found 50 years ago. They say he uh, they say he is like a brother to them, but he has been emotionally... You're lying. He has been emotionally and physically unable to play with them. In a lawsuit filed Friday, Kramer says minor injuries last spring prevented him from playing with the band when their deuces are wild residency in Las Vegas began. Um, he says when he was ready to rejoin the band last fall, they focused, they forced him to re-audition. You're right. Um, That's insanity. The, the, you know what the problem was? They weren't even there. He's just playing to a track. Yeah, like you can't. <laughs> you know I mean, this guy for 50 years. You can't show up and jam with him. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, fuck you, really. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm, it's a, I'm team Joey, man. Yeah, it's a fucked up situation, and I think he got fucked. I over. mean, more so than anything, I'm team Aerosmith sucks and should have broken up 20 years ago. But <laughs> 20 years ago, what, what album would that been? Honking on Bobo. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I think I think you'd have been talking Permanent Vacation, which is. Pink is my, my favorite, favorite color. <laughs> oh, that fucking song rolls. Stop. Pink. Really? No, not really. All right, so moving on. Okay. Aerosmith, get out of my storyline. Deputy settles beef between K9, cow, with a stun gun. So the cow and the dog were beefing. Yes. No pun intended. Sure, or we could. <laughs> Pun always intended, bro. Big <laughs> pun. Spend it. Okay. Oh, shit. I, 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 I will... Not a player? I just crush a lot? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> a sheriff's deputy responding to a burglary call in South Carolina has forced to settle beef between his canine and a spook cow by using a stun gun. So who did he use the stun gun on? <sighs> all right. For all you animal lovers out there, be careful. When the canine was brought to the scene... Reportedly, he became distracted and bit the cow, belonging to the property owner. 
Damn. I know. So the officer was forced to stun the dog to prevent the cow from being <gasps> oh, seriously injured. I know. Shit. Is he on administrative leave? Re- reacting to the bite, the cow charged at the deputy and property owner, hitting them and causing minor injuries. Why didn't he stun the cow? I guess it really wouldn't have done anything if you think about it. I mean, do you think the cow would have dropped? Nah, he's, I guess it's too much body weight, yeah. I mean, yeah, do you ever see those old videos? I mean, it's really messed up. I was talking to a kid about this, and he said, uh, do you ever see the video of them killing a, uh, killing a, an elephant with electricity on YouTube? I said, what? No, no. So back, when, so back when electricity started being, you know, you know, used, they were like, look what we can do with it, and they kill a giant elephant. Back when electricity was popping off? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Pun into... So, are, are the cow and the dog okay? At the end of it all, the sheriff's office determined that uh, the original burger call was unfounded. No one is hurt. No serious injuries. Good, People, good. animals... Every Everyone's all hunky-dory. I, I want to believe that the cow and the dog are friends now, and there's going to be like a Disney movie about them. I would not see it. No? At all. No, I'm no, sorry. No. I'm, not, I'm not a fan. It'd have to be Pixar, right? Oh, sure. Um, I'm out of it. Then I'm who, out of it. Who would voice the cow and the dog? Like, the cow would be, like, Zach Galifianakis, right? And then the dog would be, like, Shia LaBeouf. Okay, you're pulling me in now. When is this coming out? <laughs> I want to see it. Give me, give, me in front, give me in front of a producer. I'll sell the shit out of this. Sus- Schwarzenegger. Uh, <laughs> Twins. No. Oh, you should have said dog and cow <laughs> holy shit you just oh man that's so much better dude now that we're talking about it oh, yo get at us not, <laughs> not nordic, nordic pod at gmail.com we're ready to expand into the feature film game we got this <laughs> media empire coming did you hear about gritty fucking up some young kid listen my i i did hear about this uh-huh. and my my thoughts on this are very simple if Grady punched a child in the back, then the child clearly deserved it well from from what happened what there was a picture taken 13 year old kid Bang. They said, of course. Gritty, of course. gritty fans is the the new the uh, new within the last couple of years mascot of my my favorite hockey team, the Philadelphia Flyers. He's he's a little creepy looking. He's got big googly eyes, and he kind of it was very strange. He went from being like really really shit on like within a couple of days to like Philly basically being like, yo, I would die for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, go on. So the 13-year-old was taking a picture with a guy with his dad, and they are season ticket holders. Yeah. And when they were done with the picture, the dad says, my son just knocked on his head very gently, and then Gritty punched him in the back, and we want to file a lawsuit. How hard could you? You know what? See, the, 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 pro- the problem I have is that kids will be kids. Gritty will be gritty. Gritty will be gritty. We can, we can just leave it at that, and we can move on. I mean, you know what was funny? What I thought about about the coverage of this is like there was no people are so into gritty that it was like all the news articles were like gritty punch this kid. There's no mention that there was a, like there's a dude inside the gritty suit, and right. then like the 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 response, like the statement from from the flyers came from someone who was identified as gritty's handler. <laughs> this, well, there there is something serious about this. He did get a contusion to the lower thorax spine with subluxation. But how do we know that came from Gritty? Well, no. That just means a bruise. Well, yeah. I know what a contusion is. <laughs> well, no. But I'm, I'm saying it's just... I'm just saying just a little tiny bruise is what he got. And how do, we know, what he, how do we know it even came from Gritty? You know what it is? 
The dad beat his kid and blamed Gritty. Boom. Yo, Solve the case. Oh, shit. Solve the case, fucking, folks. Fucking Columbo over here. Well, see, so what happened is that Gritty punched him. <laughs> wasn't my son. Okay. Okay, well, I mean, there are there have been other. I mean, look at the Philly fanatic. The way he assaults people. Yeah, fuck. Whoa, has... has I mean, I'm not trying to make light of the subject, but has he been me too? I mean... I don't know. That's there's a, been a lot of kissing assaults by... Yeah, the Philly fanatic gets a little handsy at times. You're right. Okay, well, let me let me just say this. I'm not talking about the crazy Indian guy from Canada. Oh, okay, yeah, from the Howard Stern no, show. No, 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 no. Uh, Hansy is a... What What? What uh, nationality is he? He's Indian, I think. Is he? Indian. Well, he's Canadian, but I think he's of Indian descent. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and he is a, a regular Carl on the Howard Stern show, and he was banned from the show for men- mentioning Mar- Marcy Turk. He's so. Hansy schizophrenic. I mean, okay, fair enough. Anyway, that's that's, that's <laughs> we could go that's, off that. I'm yeah. um, quite a tangent. So, what do you feel about? Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll just do a whole show about where Howard Stern <laughs> went wrong at some point. Fair enough. Did you see the video I sent you about? Oh my gosh! All right, we can talk right, about yeah, this yeah, later. Yeah. Okay. So, I got a question. Okay. You're on an aeroplane, and I ain't talking the music? song from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, and you're not talking okay. about music. Which is my aeroplane. Yes, exactly. I like sugar spiced with pain. Is that what he says? I like pleasure spiked with pain, not sugar. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> so if Anthony Kiedis was on a plane, what would his um, what would his animal be that he would bring on? Like a tiger, probably. No, no, you know, you know, they, they have all those um, the um. What are they called? Service animals? Yes, the service animals. You know, people are bringing all these animals on, and I, I, I got to say, flyers may have to attest their pets are service animals. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, I, It seems extraordinarily easy to get something, cert- something certified as a service animal. They're not even certified. All you got to do is go on Amazon and buy it. And just put it on your animal. That's oh. what that's what they're doing. That's the problem. Well, you know what I saw. That, you know what I saw. That's kind of similar. That should people should probably find unnerving. Huh. Is that you could go on eBay and buy one of those Uber or Lyft placards to put in the uh, to put on the uh, windshield of your car. Yikes! That's a little worrisome. Well, did you ever hear that story about how kids got into any anywhere they wanted to go? They put on a yellow vest and carried a ladder, and they walked everywhere. They walked. In, they were getting into shows and. That's crazy. They were seeing big like concerts and stuff like that just by doing that. So the proposal would limit to passengers, like humans and dogs. That's it. I think that's a good idea. Passengers have taken advantage by bringing miniature horses, monkeys, turkeys, pigs, peacocks, rabbits, and of course cats aboard flights. Those are not service. Saying animals. that they're service animals, even for emotional support. That's the new thing is the emotional support thing. But I like what this guy said. Ready? The days of Noah's Ark in the air are hopefully coming to an end. I love it. Yes, exactly. Stand up and say no. Under current rules, airlines have to allow most any pets aboard unless there's something like snakes, other reptiles, ferrets, rodents, or spiders. First off, why are you fucking dissing snakes? I don't like snakes. Well, you, well, well, I think we talked about this. Oh. When that guy had the, when that guy lost the bag of snakes at the Dude, airport. Yo, guys, I am I'm, not a fan of snakes. Doing a podcast with Indiana Jones over here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean... I don't think. Listen, if people are bringing on, what, what did I say? Pigs, peacocks, rabbits. Yeah. Then why not a, a snake? Peacock. Yes. Imagine hear, just being on a plane and just having a peacock walk the island. Did you ever it. hear those things scream? 
Yeah, they're, it's horrifying. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Guys, I'll be doing my impression of Peacocks and Borgata this weekend. Come check me out <laughs> at the, the music box stage, whatever yeah, it's you called. Didn't, you, didn't, you're not, you, didn't, you didn't get to the big room. You're not at the uh, the event center. Dude. You're working your way up. <laughs> Dude, all I can do is a peacock. That's it. Like, <laughs> do a pig. 20, Sorry, guys. 2,300 people showed up and watched you do a peacock impression. <laughs> Thank you. And I say goodnight and I bow and then I get pelted with rocks. So... I agree. I agree. I mean, it's. I mean, but see, this is the issue. Service animals, dogs, yes. The emotional support animals. Some people really do struggle with those kind of things. But oh yeah, I don't want to discount that. But exactly. it's like, like, there there needs there needs to be another way. Then they have to be certified. I feel. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point of it, right? Yes, but people are coming on with just something that says uh, service animal, just a little. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's Badge. that's uh, to me that just negates the whole point of it. Like, exactly. Like you can go, oh, I need my peacock, but if if your peacock has not been certified as a service animal, then you don't really need your peacock. Guy. Get the stepping. That's what we say. Get the stepping. Get the stepping. You know, I mean, go get a stuffed peacock. Bring it with you. I don't, I don't know there what to tell you. Do, am I coming off as insensitive? I don't want to come off as insensitive because, like you said, some people legitimately need service animals. No, I agree. And this here's the thing: get the stuffed peacock. Yeah. Give me 50 bucks and a plane ticket. I'll sit next to you and do the calls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Only 50? That's all. And the ticket. So, oh. dude, I get that 50 bucks. Is I that, get off. Is that one way or a round trip? Shit. <laughs> 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 all right. So, maybe a round trip ticket and 50 bucks. All right. Fair enough. Fair okay, enough. Thank you. Well, that is my news. Okay. I well, keep it short and sweet. I don't go to all this Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> What was the website again from last goop, week? Goop. Goop. Yeah, did not get, I did not get my newsletter yet, guys, so <laughs> next week. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Well, yeah. I mean, do you, uh, we there, we brought up a couple of things. Um, do you want to talk about Gettysburg or the wing thing? Or you want to talk, oh, we, from we, we last can still, week? We can still talk about Kobe. We, we didn't mention Kobe. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Uh, I feel that Gettysburg is very fun. Yeah, so you went to Gettysburg to celebrate wife of the show, Melissa's birthday. Correct. Yeah. So we got a room over in Hanover, Pennsylvania, which is about 30 minutes away from Gettysburg. And there was, I forget, there was something going on that I wanted to take her to. And then when I asked her when we got there, I was like, you want to go do this? And she said, I'm not really interested in that. I was like, okay, well, that kind of backfired. (laughs) So what I did is I searched the area and they have all these um, tours Okay. You can tour the Utz Mansion. You can tour, not the Utz Mansion, the Utz uh, facility. That's, that's that's fun. Yeah, so you can tour the Snyder's uh, Pretzel Company one. I found a bunch of local, I found a bunch of local... Um, this is a specific kind of Snyder's Pretzels I've been looking for, but that's another story. Are, were you really? Yeah. Well, they have them there at the outlets up there. Really? Oh, boy. We all got to go sometime. So but, go on. So we, we, we did all that stuff. We there was, a, there was a ghost tour. Like, I know, I know she wanted to do that, so... When I told her about that, that's the one thing she wanted to do. I forget what the other thing was. Oh, it was a comedy show up there. Okay. So I figured, hey, we'll go up, we'll do the ghost tour. She was 100% down with that. I know she always wanted to do that. And I know that Gettysburg is the most haunted place. So she was down with that. But then, okay, he is showing me a picture of the Snyder brick oven style pizza flavor. I have not seen those. Yeah, that's, I've been on the lookout for those. Listeners, if you if you spot those anywhere near uh, South Jersey, please let us know. Not NordicPod. At, at gmail.com. gmail.com. We will give you an address you can send them to and Chuck will praise you. Yeah. Like he does. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I will praise the shit out of you. Yes. Anyway, go on. So, we, we did the haunted thing. 
we didn't do the uh, the comedy thing, and I kind of agree with her. Like when we were up there, I was like, "Yeah, we'll do this," and she was like, "I'm not really into it." Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's cool to not be like running around, you know. You know what? And that's exactly what she says. But me, I'm like, "Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do that." And sometimes she. She she um grounds me, you know, like kind of <laughs> sends me to my room. No. <laughs> Go to <your> room, Jay. <laughs> no, no, but she she you know keeps me low. She's like you know let's let's just enjoy our time together, and that's what we did. Yeah. And I I really did enjoy our time. So we had a blast. We did two haunted tours. We drove around Gettysburg. It was fun. No, it's like it's funny you say it's it's not to be corny, but like being around the two of you, it, it does it does feel like you're two parts of the same whole, which is. You know, you're not the exact same person, but it just it, it works, which is you know what what a marriage is supposed to be, I suppose. No, I definitely agree, and we love spending time with you. So that's that's it's it's, it's a trifecta of uh, allegiance. I'm glad you know I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be part of the triforce. Nice, awesome. So what about you? Let's hear some. What have what have you been up to, bro? Oh uh, well, we went to Wing Wars. We did. Uh, so that was what twenty one different places. Yes. Um. Uh. So we set up. We we did that burger thing. Uh, if you if you go back in the, the go back if you dig in the crates, yes. we did a little segment about that. I never actually listened to that. I don't know how that came off or anything. That was when Joe said that we went a little long. That was still in the period where we were where we weren't we're we weren't we were podcasting weekly and we hadn't quite. I, I definitely think in the last few months we've we've figured out more what our show is than then. But exactly. anyway, so um, so it's set up in the same way, and you you got two votes. You had to, you got to vote for best wing. And best dipping sauce. Yes. And so, first off, I, I have to say I was surprised that there was nobody offering, like, a meat alternative wing. Like, there was... Wow, uh, yeah, good point. Um, but uh, I really like... You really liked... There was um, a place offering, like, very fancy, like, like truffle wings with... Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was quite good. Yes, it was. I, I really liked uh, the Mexican place offering rum and coke wings. You, you you guys seemed less excited about that. Yeah, that was Taco Cat. That was Taco the one that Cat, that was yeah. the one you really enjoyed. Yeah, I, I gave them my chips. I did. You did. Maybe, at least partly because I really liked their wings, and at least partly because they had pretty ladies working at the stand as well. But not only that, they they seemed to appreciate they you were, know yeah. your your genuine. Interest in them. You could hear that. You could hear them yell. Remember? Yes. Like you were like ten feet away. You were like, were they just yelling when you put your chip in? I was like, yeah. You're like, yeah. They really appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so here I got I got the list of wings. If you want to hear them, some of them were not. Some of them didn't show though. Correct? I don't know. I some some of them were just. I gotta admit, about probably two thirds of them were kind of a blur. Like only a few really stand out to me. And those are the ones I felt that were really. Excellente. Yeah. Uh, okay. So go give, give us give us a quick. Uh, tour, okay. Here tour we go. We got the taco cat. We got the sweet. They they are sweet and spicy rum and coke wings with Tijuana dipping sauce. Okay. So here's something that pissed me off. Right? Go ahead. I looked at Taco Cat's menu. I don't think they offer those. Like I think some of these places, like some of these places, don't actually offer these wings on an everyday basis. It's like, why would you feed me something that I can't go to your place and buy? But no, you're absolutely right because I don't think Joseph's at Renault Winery does the crispy confit truffle chicken with uh, Rosa Poblano aioli. Confit. Yeah, exactly. Fancy. But uh, they were f- fucking delicious. Yeah, they were dressed up with like a little little piece of jalapeno and a little. That was yeah. Yeah. I'll chef's kiss that nice. one. Nice. 
All right, we got Blind Rhino. And what is that spice? You said that spice the other day. The first. Oh, uh, Tagarashi? Tagarashi, yeah, brown like, sugar like dry a, rub wings. Yeah, it's like a sp- specific spice rub. It's supposed to be very spicy, I believe. But it wasn't. I didn't think that was that spicy. I didn't think I had anything that was overly spicy, if I'm being honest. Exactly. Maybe maybe we're just, we got those powerhouse palates. Oh, yeah. Because wife of the show, Melissa, was handing off many a wing to me that she found to be too spicy. Yeah, she would look at me and say, is it hot? And I'm like, I don't think you can do it. And then she'd give her wing to Chuck, so Chuck <laughs> wouldn't have to wait the line to get one. It was very considerate. Yes. Uh, up next, we got Blue Rhino. That The Blue Rhino one. I don't remember. Uh, no, okay. What am I talking about? We Yeah, we did have that one. What was Blue Rhino? That was the brown sugar one. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, it was n- nothing to write home about. <laughs> uh, Guy Fie- uh, Guy's Barbecue Joint, Guy Fieri's Pit Smoke Wings with Wasabi Blue Cheese. I'll tell you what, the Wasabi Blue Cheese, it, it was like actual blue cheese crumbles. Yes. And I thought adding that, adding that little bit of freshness to the, uh, to the, to the fried wing, I thought was really, really, really a nice little touch. I think they had the meatiest wing. Yeah. I think, I think they were good, but I think the smoke, the smoke flavor was a little too much. Yeah. That was, that was my did you, only... Did you uh, talk to the mayor of Flavortown about it? I saw you were hanging out with him. I did. I got a picture with him. His cardboard ass. You know, it's funny. Everyone's like, yeah, that's his life-size... That's a life-size picture. I took a picture with it. No, did, we, there's no way. No, we can put that on Instagram if you guys want to... He, <laughs> he looks... Jay's a big guy, but guy, guy looks like a hobbit next to yes, him. Yes. <laughs> there's no way that's life-size. Everyone said it was, but it wasn't. All right, we got the Claritage. We have... Uh, Sweet red chili wings with maple blue cheese. Oh, yeah, I thought those were good. No, you know, not mind blowing, but good. Yeah, we and then we got the Josephs one I talked about earlier. Those yeah, were good. Those were slamming. Those were fancy. Hooters Daytona Beach style wings with buttermilk blue cheese. I would have to say dog shit. I thought they were fine. Uh, whatever the, they did serve, they did serve you each wing with a moisty nap, which is a nice touch. Okay, do agree that was a good call. But what was the size of that wing? What would you say? Yeah, it was it was a small guy. Yeah, it was about a little bit bigger than a quarter. Yeah, it, looked like, it might have been a pigeon wing for all we know. <laughs> Honestly, it was that small, folks, <laughs> and we're not doing material. All right, Chelsea's Five Guy Gastro Pub Sriracha Honey Chicken Wings with Smoked Blue Cheese Dressing. See, isn't that the one that won? I think that is the one yeah, that won, I think, yeah. I think that, and I, I totally don't remember those, really. I th- I thought it was them, no, was it them and then second place was Vagabond? Vagabond yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, what do we got? We got Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall Pineapple Thai Wings with Spicy Blue they Cheese. They were good. They, they, I don't remember those. They, yeah, they, they had... Um, uh, they did homemade blue cheese. That's what you were psyched on. Oh, the two, the yeah. two different. Oh, yeah, man, that was really good. Okay, vagabond the eagle wing with Chef Ken's famous blue cheese. I really like the flavor of that wing. It was that was a damn good wing. I would put a top three for sure. Uh, Rose's Garden Grill garlic parmesan wing of mass destruction with chipotle and ranch dressing. Thumbs down. Yeah, I don't remember that. Curro wings. Curro wings with sambal and brown sugar with sesame seeds and curro yogurt yogurt blue cheese. Yeah, they neglected to cook those all the way. Yeah, uh, my uh, wife of the show, Chuck, and myself, we all had raw wings. They were pink. Yes. uh, And pink is my favorite wing color. (laughs) (laughs) It all comes full circle. But no, that was funny because Chuck was like, he's like, oh, this is raw, and he put it down. Oh, you didn't even bite it, right? Uh, no. Yeah, so wife of the show took a bite. I took a bite. Yeah, they were. And and they still won some kind of award. I thought it was like, what was it called? It was like. Was it the dipping sauce? I think it was thinking outside the. <laughs> Yoel, not cooking your wings is definitely thinking outside you know what? the box. You're right. Shit. We did it. <laughs> uh, villain and Saint Maple Bourbon Glaze Wings. 
Yeah, they were okay. Those were good that had that like that thick sauce underneath of it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I think that guy actually was like tossing the wings in a bowl and putting them right out. Like they, oh, weren't, nice. they weren't sitting. So the sauce it was still, you know, it hadn't worn into it too much yet. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they weren't that bad. Yeah, they were good. Manco Manco, bone in garlic parmesan wing. Really liked those. So did I. Top 5 probably, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's I, another one. I cuz I I've been looking for stuff to I I, I want to, you know, I'm going over to listener Chris's spot for uh, the Super Bowl. Nice. Well, actually, I would have I would have already gone by this point. So oh, I, nice. How last, was it? Last Sunday. I don't. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, who, who won? <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get some. Maybe I'll get those taco cat wings. Not on the menu. Maybe oh, I'll man. get those ma- mako and mako garlic parmesan. Not on the menu. Oh, they're not on the menu. I didn't see them. S-O-B's, bro. Son of a B. Yeah. Yeah, no, those were good. I went back for two or three of those. Yeah, I went back two or three of the Guy Fieri ones. Those were... Oh, and Manco and Manco was offering free free bottles of water, which was... That was that was huge. Yeah, free water, free pouches, too. Yeah. Well, did you grab one of those pouches? Oh, by the way, yeah. Uh-oh. I, I didn't get a pouch, but I did... Uh, that's a, that Hooters pen that you we were oh, writing okay. with earlier was from uh, Hooters. Hooked me up with that. Yeah, there. Oh, that that is a nice pen, but I just don't really like to associate with. They they just think they're better than everybody. You don't want a pen? I was like, no, I don't, and I just walked away from them. Why, why wouldn't you want a pen, man? Just the way they were acting. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Those those girls are just a little too full of themselves for me. Fair enough. Uh, the AC Burger, Reap What You Sow with Ghost Pepper Avocado Blue Cheese. Now, I don't. That was the one you thought was going to be super hot, and it really wasn't. I don't remember seeing it. It was there, towards though. the beginning. It was. It might have been in between the first one we tasted and the Renault. Okay, well, those uh, those first two were terrible. Because it said Ghost Pepper, and I was I was very surprised. It was not uh, not very hot at all. Bill's Bar and Burger, spicy barbecue wing with ranch dressing. Now these guys, I don't remember that one. These were the guys you really liked their burger. When we went to the um, oh yeah 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 remember they just kept a, it was like a, it was a pickle burger cheese it was perfect yeah yeah and I it was funny too because I don't even normally eat pickles but I thought the pickle went well on that burger yeah and the thing about this 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 uh this wing it was like good good buffalo sauce good dipping sauce the wing was a little you know undersized for me but the turkey's a little dry <laughs> shut up you are a very bad man yeah. Baboo! That's a Seinfeld reference, guys. Sorry, we got um, Essel's dugout smoked Nashville hot wings with uh, bread and butter pickle slaw. Sucked. Yeah, was not a fan. Which I feel bad because I really like. That. Have you ever eaten at Essel's? Uh, we got the burger there from the burger bash. That was when they unimpressive came. too. I didn't like that. I, li- I like their I like their signature breakfast sandwich, the Essel's Messel. That's very that's very good. Okay, well I gotta try it. Yeah, it's uh meat, egg, and cheese, and hash browns on a Kaiser. Well, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, anyway, you slice it. Yeah, you can get it with. I like getting it with cheese steak. That's the meat. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, all right. Well, we better better stop talking. About it. <laughs> I had a little drool coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Vic and Anthony's spicy maple glazed chicken. That was good. See, I don't. That's the thing. All these blend together. Lily's yeah. spicy Lily's chicken which, wing, which is funny because Vic and Anthony's is a really good restaurant. Well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. But that was one at the far back to the right, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unimpressive. Um, Michael Patrick's garlic buffalo wings with Maytag roasted garlic dipping sauce. I think that was the last one, the very last one. I was. Uh, that one wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah, they were pretty good. They were okay. So, we went there. They said there was supposed to be a shirt. 
But guess what? They were like, we, we're not doing shirts. We're just doing sauce. We got like, some, so we got some Hank's hot sauce. Hank's hot sauce, which is actually delicious. Did we you sh- try it? Uh, not yet. Uh, I opened it right up. We got uh, we got some live entertainment via Quasimodo's Bride. Right. They, uh, play- <laughs> they play like eight No Doubt songs. They play they Just a, a Girl, even though they're all at least 60 years old. <laughs> and there was a female lead singer. She did okay. I mean, it, uh, the volume was outlandish. Like Yeah, and like they, they just... We were talking about because they played the middle by Jimmy e. World, and it's just the riff that starts that song is supposed to be like punchy, and it's right. just the way they played it had no energy whatsoever. Yeah, and she tried to do some like cute little like segue into it. Hey guys, you hate being in the front or the back? Well, this song is called the middle. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad, but <laughs> it was it was close. It was close <laughs> to that bad. All right, well, so but I, all in all, I had a good time. Chuck, you had a good time? Oh, I had a blast, yeah. Yeah, I had a blast. And uh, so I was going to, we were going to go into a whole thing about Kobe, but I feel like we're at like 30 minutes of news and we still have a taste test as well as the punching bag bag to go. So maybe we'll yeah. cut this off for now and we'll save the Kobe thing for another time. Yeah, when it, when it, when it's not even in the news anymore. Yeah, yeah, so. we'll, we'll be the last ones to talk about it. Exactly. So we'll be back with uh, some, some snacks. All right, we're back. And All right. Despite the fact that I had said that we didn't want to do too many food segments, we're gonna do another Dude, one. Dude, he's just a liar. Uh, man. What? Liar. What? Lie. <laughs> liar. Um, wife of the show, Melissa, posted uh, something about uh, being curious about the new pretzel uh, pop tarts. So I went out and got one of each flavor. Uh, there's. Um, there's wow that really just got all over my hoodie really really quickly. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's there's salt on top. Um, so there's uh the brown sugar cinnamon, and there's also the chocolate. I believe we're about to try the brown sugar cinnamon. Okay. So the idea obviously is you know the 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 sweet and salty uh, mixture. So. Okay. Chuck, second to buy him. Gonna take a smell. Okay, I get a graham cracker smell right off the bat when I take a big whiff with my nostrils. Uh, it looks like one of those pastries, you know, it's got a little icing on top going zigzaggy. And then there's there's, there's a lot of salt on top. Okay, so let me, let me let me chomp down. The top looks like a pretzel. The bottom looks like a pastry, though, folks. That's how they get you. All right, I'm going to take a bite. Here we go. Okay. We do got the cinnamon. We ain't going chocolate on this one. Yeah, that's that, that brown sugar cinnamon goop is very recognizable. Okay. Now... You hear us grossly eating. Sorry. How's it sound? Um. Does that really taste all that different from a regular pop tart? Here's the problem. We gotta try it toasted. Yeah. Start your car. Throw this on the exhaust pipe. <laughs> Let's go. Um. Drop it, it, drop it right on the engine block. The funny thing is, is that I do taste the pretzel. I get an Annie Ann style kind of pretzel dough flavor. I got it in that bite, yeah. Yeah, for my first bite, yeah, that's that is that is what I'm tasting the Annie Ann's kind of pretzel, pretzel, pretzel. And I wonder if you heat it up. Here's my here's my um, here's my gripe with this. Tell me the gripe. Too much salt. It's a little salty. Yeah, back off the salt, you you, you home slices. I mean, we don't need that much. I mean, I guess that was the whole point, to differentiate it from the regular ones, right? Fair enough, but still, do we need that much salt? No. Take another bite. Are you feeling a little salty? Is that what you're saying, Jack? Always. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got pretzel. 
I got cinnamon. Maybe they could take that bottom pastry off and do something else with it. Like what? Throw it out. Because <laughs> I think that might be taken away from the pretzel, the full, the full pretzel experience. But won't the won't the brown sugar cinnamon escape at that point? I don't know. How are they keeping it up top? Listen to us analyzing Pop Tarts marketing. Oh look, the cho- the chocolate one has uh, chocolate frosting. Looks like less salt too. Well, this one's got quite. I'm going to give you that one. <laughs> the one with all the salt? No, that one. That one looks less salty. Oh, okay. I was trying to hook you up, man. Oh yeah, you see, see, the chocolate is escaping, guys. We're 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 you're you're with us right now in this car. This vehicle. Sorry, it's not a car. Chuck just gave me the dead eyes. Right out of it, the movie. This studio. Yeah, this studio. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, definitely get a waff of chocolate on this bad boy. Oh and yeah. As soon as you're sitting there, it's like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> Hello. I've just visited your nostrils. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't put these near your balls. You know what I'm saying? The taste buds will not taste all that salt. <laughs> from the last podcast, guys. Remember the soy sauce thing from TikTok? Dig in the archives. Yes. Go back. Just the last one. All right. Look. All right. Let's see if this chocolate's any. Uh... I'm going in for a bite. Here I go. All right. I'll let you. I'll let you go first. See, I went big. Or go home. Let's go home. E. E. Mm. Again, first bite. Sounds disgusting when I talk and I eat. I am not um, getting the pretzel. First bite. Let's go second. Second. Hmm. 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 Second, I am not getting it either. Chocolate, I'm not getting it. Cinnamon, I got it. Hmm. Yeah, so, to me, neither of them. Maybe I'll change. I'll have to try to toast one. But well, are you are you putting yours together like a puzzle? Yeah, I ate half of one and half the other one, so technically I only had one. So see, see Melissa, he's still being. <laughs> yeah. So what I'll do is I'll bring this home and I'll I'll have way for the show try it and see what she says. I was gonna give you some whole ones to take her. Oh, okay. Well then, <laughs> damn it! I'll eat all of them. Yeah, then. There I go. Uh, well, did you just eat it like a sandwich? That's I'm a, good. That's an interesting innovation. Oh, let me turn it around. I'm living dangerously, meaning she's gonna hear this and I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll be sleeping on my couch, dude. <laughs> we'll see. I got a little, <coughs> swallowed a little salt there. Mm. What, are you salty? <laughs> I'm feeling a little salty. I already made that joke, dude. Damn it. Um, all right, so, my, in summation, I would say that these do not taste different enough from regular Pop-Tarts to really make it all that worthwhile. Keep an eye on the Instagram with his updated review after being toasted, guys. Yeah, I'm going to have to try a toasted one. I mean, that's just... I still have 13 or 14 of those Fruit Loops Pop-Tarts at home, too. Okay, well, we, well, next time we go up to... Um, Listener Greg's. Yeah, Listener Greg's, DM Greg. Dungeon Master Greg. Dungeon yeah. Master Greg. Let's address him properly. Yeah, we, 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 we can talk about our continuing D&D adventures at some point, too, if that's something that interests the audience. We, we did go up and we tried to... Get a game going. We made some characters. But instead, we spent, what, three hours? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Three hours um, <laughs> developing our characters. Well, so. you know, I mean, that's, I don't think that's totally uncommon, is it? 
I don't. I don't know. Anyone out there plays D and D? Please hit us up. Not Pod, Pod at gmail dot com, and let us know what's um, your character. What's your character's name do out you, there? Do you want some of these pop tarts? I'll send them to you. <laughs> don't say that because we're not sending them overseas. I thought you said. I thought I agreed to overseas. Didn't you talk me into it? That's for the gifts. Oh, okay. Not Ooh, for the pop tarts. Still it, available. If you email us and we don't know you, you got two gifts coming to you. Listen, everyone who has written us, everyone who has sent us an Instagram message, we love you all. We love you all, and we appreciate the the the, the connection that we made with you. Sister of the show, Brooke. Sister of the show, Brooke. Wife of the show, Melissa. TJ, Don. Former, oh, the former bandmate of the show, Fre- Freddie Vacan. Freddie Vacan. I mean, come on. Joe. Joe Benzon. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Former, Everybody. Former boss of the show, Chris. Yeah. Everyone who has written in. We love you all. Corresponded. Thank and you. And even, even uh, uh, I'll, I'll include Alexa and Lauren because they, they've interacted with us on social media and they've both made it clear that they're, they're fans and. Thank you. Thank they, yeah, we love you. We love you. Yes. Um, so what what are we what, what's our final call on these tarts here? I think there's something in these pop tarts because we're being very um It's not MSG, Jay, so don't even say it. You ever see Willow? Yeah. What's sure. that stuff that they put? You know? Yeah, I don't remember the name. <laughs> the potion or whatever. You think that's you think yeah. you think the, the pop tarts are making us sentimental? Yes. Well, <laughs> if if there's a woman named Sorcerer out there that's walking through, my name's Val Kilmer. Well, you said you haven't. I had, don't know where. Go ahead. You said you haven't had anything sweet in a while, so it's. <laughs> Dude, might, I spent you, time with my wife. That's might, sweet enough. <laughs> yeah, you might be sugar drunk, so. Dude, fuck you. you know? <laughs> No, I'm joking. All right, so yeah, so that's my final thought. Is I think these are too too similar to regular pop tarts for me to get super excited over. Uh, I'm gonna give these uh, six out of ten. Okay, Malcolm. <laughs> we got Malcolm over here. Malcolm, right in the middle. Which, by the way, Big Fat Liar is on Netflix Instant. In case you want to watch it, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm going Paul Hogan. I'm going six as well. Six diamond encrusted battle axes, guys. There it is. So, but if you're going to get them, I say go Sin. Got to go Cinnamon. The chocolate is mediocre at best. Yeah, cinnamon, Cinnamon's the way to go. And that's our word on that. If you want us to review any other... We're not going to review food regularly, but if you have a request... Bullshit, we, look at us. We're, do, we're doing Pop-Tarts again, too. Yo, you want me to open that, you want me to open that cereal I got in the back? We can eat that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's save that for the next podcast. All right, we'll be right back with Poncho Bags. The world said it sucked, but we don't agree Cause we're not down with mob mentality So here we are to give an honest review to you It may not be at the top of our list And watching or listening might make us pissed But that's the job that we've agreed to do So sit back, here's a bunch of back review Welcome to Punching Bags, the world-famous segment uh, yeah. uh, where we take um, pop culture uh, music. or we've, we've kept it in music or movies, but I guess at some point we could try other things. Ah! Uh, I put my fingers in my ears. He said pop culture. I thought he was popping a balloon, dude. Get out of my car. I think I, <laughs> I, think I am sugar drunk, dude. I think you are. Um, yeah, so we take uh, music or movies that uh, may have been 
shit on by uh, either people or critics or both and uh, reevaluate them. Yes. Um, so we're gonna talk. Um, we're gonna talk movies and. Uh, what should we do? RP, RPS? Yeah, but we got to call it out when we do it. Okay. So sure. you, you scream what you get, and I'll scream what I got, okay? All right, here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors. See, and I do the stone because every time we do stone, we do scissors, scissors, scissors. All right, I'm gonna. I'm everyone, gonna, I'm gonna start studying, studying your your habits. We're gonna, I'm gonna be once. Although for the next couple weeks, we're gonna be we're we're gonna be talking about the same thing, so we won't have to play rock paper right. scissors. So yeah, this is the last time you're gonna hear it. So I guess. Um, well, so what should we do? Should I should I go? Should, should we save mine because it is gonna be longer? I think we should do that because you have a lot of information about this movie. I do have a lot of information about this movie. So why don't I'll, well, defer, don't... I'll defer then? Ah, I'll you're defer. deferring. Yep. All right. Well, then we're going to talk for. A Psych. Bit. My turn. Dark City. Can't. No, I'm wow, joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go ahead. All right. Pardon me. So we're going to talk about um, Doll Man versus Demonic Toys, which is uh, came out in 1993 under the notorious uh, Schlock Production Company, Full Moon Features. <sighs> How dare you! <laughs> No, I'm not, I don't mean notorious in a bad way. Oh, okay. No, no. schlock in a bad way. No, I love schlock. Are you kidding me? Um, so, uh, this movie, um, <laughs> confusingly enough, is an unofficial, well, I guess an official follow-up to three different movies. Yes. Doll Man, Demonic Toys, and Bad Channels. This, I am so angry about this. I had no idea about this until I, until I went back and watched this movie. So where did you think the where did you think the tiny woman came from? <laughs> okay. Now right. you yeah, oh, go ahead. Tell tell me tell me about your history with Doll Man and demonic toys. Okay. Now when you watched Army of Darkness, uh-huh. how old were you? Did you see it in the theater? No. Okay. See, I saw it in the theater. I I, I could have been any more than twelve or thirteen. Okay. So I went to the movie theater. I saw it, and at the beginning they do a whole wrap up. To let you know where they are. Yeah, yeah, totally. So when I saw this movie on USA Up all night with Ryder Shear, it was it was the same kind of thing. I thought it was like a roundup of stuff that, you know, everything was isolated to this movie. I didn't know that there were three other movies, and that was the that was the um, the conclusion to three movies in one movie. I had no idea that that's what it was. So I remember, I remember watching it, remember enjoying it, remember liking it, and we were talking about cats and <laughs> and oh yeah, well, it just it just it just jumped in my mind like immediately. I was like, oh my gosh, Doll Man and Demonic Toys. So something. Um, Go ahead. So something. Uh, it, firstly, um, a lot. Of, uh, it's barely a movie, and as a matter of fact, right. I don't think at sixty minutes it would actually be considered a feature film. Okay, um, fair enough. But a, a lot of it's definitely, from what I understand, a bunch of it is is the actually clips from the other three movies. Right, catching it is. you up. Yes. So I pulled up. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Silent Night, Deadly Night. I'm not familiar. Uh, part two uh, is um, eighty eight minutes long, and approximately forty minutes of it is flashbacks from the first movie. Right. So it's, it's it kind of reminded me of that in that way. Well, ten four, Roger that. Um, so have you seen any of the other three of these? I started to watch a little bit of, of um, Doll Man, the original one. Now, what what was what was the third movie you said? Uh, Bad Channels. Bad Channels. Yeah, that was the uh, oh, that's that yeah. that's that's what I was telling you that the the, the director of the movie. 
has his own had his own record label. Yeah. And he just wanted to feature all of the bands on his record label, so he just made some shitty movie and just threw all of his music in there. Well, that 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 brings me to one of the doper things about Dollman versus Demonic Toys, which well, is that all okay, of, go. all of the music is by Quiet Riot. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it was sick. Um, <laughs> so we open uh, with this guy doll man who's an alien detective who's only like a foot tall or even maybe even less <laughs> doll man's real name is brick bardo hell yeah <laughs> and, uh, he he is looking for something or and he ends up uh with this woman who uh i guess in bad channels had gotten shrunk right uh, her and her friends had gotten shrunk to like as sacrifices or something, and then all of her friends got changed back, but she didn't. Right. So this woman still wears her her tiny nurse uniform and just hangs out on a kitchen counter sunbathing, listening <laughs> to Quiet Riot. Yeah. And uh, Brick Bardo comes by, and within like four seconds, she succumbs to his charms, and they're boning. Right. <laughs> After the, well, he kills a spider. Uh, on, he does kill a spider. Thank you with his gun. <laughs> they're 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 on the kitchen counter boning. Yes. And. Um, then at the same time, there's a, a woman who's uh, hunting a cop who uh, appears to be uh, the protagonist from Demonic Toys yes. who tracks him down to this warehouse. Um, and the toys, uh, the main toy is a uh, trash mouth uh, baby doll, which seems to be more than a little inspired by Chucky. Um, that's that's definitely when you need the uh, subtitles on during when that baby is talking, when any of those toys are talking. I don't know. That, uh, I caught a lot of what the, the baby said. I really couldn't called, understand. Called a lot of a lot of calling women sluts and like a lot of, a lot of sexual innuendo. <laughs> oh yes, definitely was. Um, so uh, then there's a, sle- a sleazy creep reporter who wants to interview uh, the tiny woman, and then uh, the cop. Uh, ends up tricking him into telling telling her where the tiny woman is, and somehow the three of them, her, the the tiny woman and the cop and Brick Bardo all get together to go to the demonic warehouse to uh, take out the demonic toys, <laughs> right. who have made a friend out of the uh, uh, the security guard there, who just happens to be a little person from uh, Cordello Blood. Yeah, exactly, yeah, absolutely, um, and Willow. <laughs> Yeah, Willow. Pretty much every... I think he was in Troll, too. I, I think he's been in pretty much every movie where a little person was needed. Uh, wasn't he in... Uh, well, of course, yeah. He was in Garbage Bell Kids, too, I believe. Was he? I believe so. Uh, let's take a look. Phil Fondacaro is his name. Yeah. Uh, Bordello Blood, a, The Black Cauldron, Troll, Willow. He was also... Uh, he had a recurrent... <laughs> he played Sir Nigel Penny right in Ghoulies too. Okay. Uh, the fuzz, but yeah, Greaser Greg and the Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's get him. He played cousin It in the Adams Family reunion. Interesting. He's made a nice little career for himself, honestly. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> he was mar- he's married to Elena Bert- Bertinoli, okay. who was the manager of late actor Vern Troyer. Okay. So they all they were all one tight knit circle. Wait, wait, is this the girl that's super tall that that was interviewed by the Howard Stern show and uh, uh she said that she someone made fun of her by saying she looked like Sarah Silverman and she's like, Don't say I look like Sarah Silverman she got really angry. And then Sarah Silverman came on the show and said 
<laughs> you're upset that you're called. You look like Sarah Silverman. No, she is not super tall. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So she, she's a little person as well. Yeah. Okay, I was not aware of that. It's funny too because you can. I saw Vern Troyer in person once, and he he was. I'd be shocked if he was two feet tall. Like he was small, like even as a little person. I got so you, you can see this guy Phil next to him. He's got probably five six inches on him. So he's probably you know three foot two or something. So it looks like he was moving in even when Vern was still with her. Yeah, wow, wow look at what that. What a snake. <laughs> Dare you. Resurrected vampires, protecting demonic toys, stealing, stealing Vern Troyer's wife. Yeah. Man, he's a real scum. He is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, uh, I mean, this movie's obviously very, very silly, but I had a, I had a good time watching it. Cool, that's I, awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh I I may I may watch at least one of the other movies to get context. I suggest watch Dollman. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'd like I'd like to know more of Brick Bardo's backstory. <laughs> That's a great name to say. Exactly. He remind he, he looks a lot like um when Duke Nukem came out, Duke Nukem one and two that were the side scroller for they were on a floppy disk. Oh yeah. That's kinda what it resembles to me. Not not the Duke Nukem three D. I mean, you can't think too hard about it. Like, you, like, how did he kill anything with the tiny bullets and his tiny gun? Well, you fi- you find out in Doll Man, the first one. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, I'm. Lo- I should. You, See, I'm you, sorry, you, bro. You threw me in the deep end. I I don't know the whole mythology. But here's the thing: I had no idea until I went back and and watched it after I gave that to you. I was like, let me watch it. So I watched it, and I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? And let me uh, let me let me just dispense with this as well. The the tiny nurse. Total babe. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Trot, yeah. Trot Nixon. Yeah, she she's attractive, and the the um, the cop. She reminds me. You know what she reminds me of? Uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. I'll get right on that, Rose. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, looks. I mean, that's that's what you can use in your mind. To, you know, she's unless you that, want to see it. She's got that same severe look. I can see it. Ooh, that's a good word. Severe. <laughs> Interesting. I like that. So yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. <laughs> Actually, like some of the practical effects, like it's clearly a very low budget movie, but some of the practical effects are actually pretty fun looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can you can give me fucking silly movies like this all day, every day, and I'll 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 have fun with them. You know, it's just it's up my alley. You know, I like I like. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000. I like I like bad good movies. So, nice. Uh, you know, it's tough to it's tough to rate because it's not good, but it, I don't know. Let's say a six. Wait. Oh, man. All right. All right. I'll go a seven. We'll give. We'll give we'll, <laughs> no, no, you. No, no, we'll go a seven. All right. We'll go a seven. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's I'm gonna fair. I'm gonna keep making those noises until he goes high. Okay. No, that's that's a, you... seven's gonna be my ceiling. Uh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> well, Maybe. hey. That's that's good enough for me. I'm maybe, glad. I'll, maybe I'll watch it again when I watch the whole saga. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it because that is. Uh, I want to go back and watch. I want to fin- I want to watch Dollman again. I want to watch them all, just like you. I want to watch. Yeah. I want to watch Dollman. What was that movie called again? How can I not remember it? Bad, bad Channel. Bad or Channel. Something? Yeah. Right, and I want I want to watch Demonic Toys, and then. Well, maybe we a could crescendo do... with a. Well, maybe we could do like a full moon features thing for a while. I... I don't know. We can talk about that if you want. We could do something like that. I mean, damn, we could go Andrew Toulon all day. You know what I'm saying? Bad channels. Yeah, that's it. Dude, Andrew Toulon, all day. All day. Right okay. There. So let's hear. Let's hear about your thing. Say okay. your thing, man. All right. So we got Dark City. Dark City. 1998. Alex. Alex Proyas. Okay. Okay. So here is my synopsis. 
A guy wakes up in a bathtub. That's true. Shows his butt. Shows Does he show his butt? Yes. Oh, cool. Then, Pinhead's brothers... <laughs> they probably... Do, they do look like Cenobites. There's no denying that. Probably the guys who put the pins in Pinhead's head. You know, his little brothers were like, we're going to get and put the pins in his head. They're flying around, changing shit. They're the strangers. And then... Things happen, and then it's the Truman Show. The end. <laughs> the Truman Show? Yes. So, one. I never thought of that comparison. Bye. We're not Nordic. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right, so, why? Uh, why'd you give me this movie? Why do you like it so much? I think this movie's amazing. It's, okay. It's like an, I think it's... When did you see? You saw it when it came out, obviously? Yeah, I saw it in the theater, yeah. Okay. I could definitely see that that would be an experience to see something like this. This is pre-Matrix, right? Yeah, it can beat it by a year. Yeah, pre, it's, it's pre-Matrix. The Matrix experience, ex, uh, explores a lot of the same themes, for sure. Pre-Memento, because I... Movie Memento? Yeah, yeah, with I, uh, Guy Guy Pierce. It's a great, yeah. great movie. I, I get a feeling of that when I watch this as well. Yeah, well, because it's, it's him, like, trying to put his life back together, yeah. Yeah. John Murdoch. Well, what I found out also is they use the same sets that they use for the Matrix. <laughs> That's true. From yeah. this movie. Yeah, because they both they both shot in Australia. Was okay. So, when did you see it? Like, uh, give me this. Give me the story here, because I I, I, I I could see you seeing this in the movie theater and getting your mind bl- oh blizzone. Okay, so I was. I mean, if possible, I was more of a sci-fi nerd when I was a kid than I am now, and I okay. I I I'd, I'd watch this from this trailer a million fucking times on my dial-up internet, and I was. Uh, my mom, as I've said in previous episodes, was very strict about R-rated movies, but it, it came out at the end of February, right before my birthday, and my mom said, well, what do you want to do for your birthday? I said, I want to take a few of my friends, I want to go see this movie, but the problem is it's rated R. So she's like, well, let me let me see the trailer, and so she watched it, and she's like, you know, it doesn't look... She was, you know, at that point, at 14, she was more... She didn't want me to see boobies as much, you know, it's... She's like, well, that looks intense. There's probably some violence, maybe a little language. She's like, oh, that's fine. They're like, I'll take you guys and buy your tickets. Right. So that's that's where that's what I did for my uh, my 14th birthday. A little did she know that there were some shellacs. Some hoo-hoos? Yeah, some shellacs on screen. Well, they were dead. No, she was alive at first. When she first brings them upstairs. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. so, ooh, see? Oh. You weren't paying attention to your own movie. So... I don't know. This movie, this movie was interesting. It. The funny thing was, it gave me a nightmare. Did it really? Yeah, I woke up and I went upstairs to my wife, and I was, I was like, because um, I was watching it, and I fell asleep downstairs, and then I woke up and I ran upstairs, and I was like, as she's sleeping, I was like, I just had a nightmare. <laughs> the nightmare was is that a guy thought he was dreaming and he was having all these terrible things happen to him, and then when he went, and then when it was, uh, when he woke up. Everything was normal and okay, but the things that were normal and okay was the was the nightmare. That's awesome. I was like freaking out, and she was like, "Okay, don't you have to go to work?" Yeah, I loved. Um, I mean, I love everything about this. I just like the idea that he's trying to get someplace that doesn't exist. You know how to get to Shell Beach. Right. It's and, so cool. Right. But, and then when it, there's every implication, like, spoiler alert, if you want to see Dark City and you, you don't know what it's spoiled for you, plus 15, you know, every there's every implication. Kiefer Sutherland says in the opening voiceover narration, they learned it on a strange blue world. 
our world. So there's right. every implication that they're on Earth, but then it turns out at the end it's just the fucking city floating with the thing underneath. I, I just thought that was so sick. Right, yeah, because cause then they, uh, I mean, again, plus 15 or just end this completely. Uh, it's pretty crazy how um, at the end when, it, when everything's just floating there that they say that they brought us here. Yeah. So yeah. then you find out that they brought so, them. So maybe do- they were from Earth, and they, they just the entire city was just their playground. Right. And just oh man, just like when he when he starts figuring stuff out, and he's like, "When's the last time you remember doing something during the daytime?" Right. <laughs> like or the daytime in general. Yeah. Or light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's just uh, for a while I thought the one problem with it was the main actor's uh, Rufus Sewell's performance is a little bit wooden, but I, I think that was almost like on purpose because John Murdoch is supposed to be like this blank slate you know I mean there's nothing to him he's, he's figuring out who he is as the movie goes on I, I kind of agree with you though I think that I think they're all kind of like that and I, but I think that the uh, the strangers is that what you're calling them well that's that's what that's what they're called I mean that's what Kiefer Sutherland calls them yeah I think that literally they... the first line of the movie is first there was darkness then came the strangers oh okay well, I mean, how did you feel about when the strangers were all in that one in that one like council, like the council when they're all standing there? Oh, I thought that was sick. That reminded me of the Coneheads. You know how you know when the Coneheads, the movie with Dan yeah, Aykroyd. I've seen the Coneheads. Yeah. Yeah, you sure. know when they're all standing up, you know, where when they have to face the beast at the end. Yeah. See, that reminded me of um, uh, there's a uh, M, the Fritz Lang movie. There's oh, a, not ever saw it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that in there and. Uh, man, I just I love the way that set looked, the, the, how like the dome, and uh, it was funny when I when I worked for uh, R five Productions in Philly. Like when we were cleaning up after shows, we we would quote Dark City pretty much every time. When the guy goes, "Shut it down, sleep now." Well, oh dude, how about when the little kid with the sharp teeth? He goes, "Kill him." Dude, all right. So, so what the whole? I, I want. I really want to give like the the plot of this movie because it's very interesting. What they do is they have memories. They take memories from all these people and they mix them up to create. Yeah, it's like memory. Memories take the form of like a physical, like like a liquid. Right. Right. Yeah. So so Kiefer Sutherland at one point is going through and he's like, take a little bit of heartache, mix it with yeah. you know something, and then we'll you know whatever. So then he takes it, puts it in this vial. And what they do is at twelve o'clock every night, right? They shut the city down. This, the city shuts down. Shuts down. Everyone falls asleep. So then, what they do is they start rearranging things. And that's and I'll tell you what. Another movie like when you watch. Did you ever see Inception? No, like, I never saw it. There's a lot of like the walls moving and stuff. Inception, I th- I think clearly took that from it. Yeah. Well, they they even said that they said they said when when they thought about making Inception, they went from. Uh, Matrix to Dark City to Memento. Actually, they say when they were making it, it yeah. was one of those kind of things where it's uh, it's a different uh, timeline. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, so what happens is the guy in the middle of him getting his uh, his new identity wakes up. He wakes up and they don't get to implant it. Right. And then he discovers because um, Kiefer Sutherland, who's this doctor who cooperates with the strangers, right? The, the, what they or the, the tuners, the ability, the ability that they have, he calls it tuning. Okay, which, right, right, yeah. The ability to make make humans go to sleep and then manipulate their memory, right? And then uh, and they can manipulate physical reality. And as the movie goes on, the the guy John figures out that he actually has the ability to tune for uh, for any purpose other than. The strangers, I mean, seriously, the strangers are. 
honestly, I think some someone like really creepy characters. So you know it's interesting too, and it's it's you probably didn't catch it because it took me a few a few. Um, Is it the guy from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? I don't think so. The one guy, the one Australian guy uh, who has the airplane. I don't think so. I'd have to look. It might be. I think it might be him, one of the guys. Um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. So there's a line where Kiefer Sutherland says they use our dead as vessels, which they're actually like, like the the they're actually walking around in dead bodies. Is is the implication? Like okay. They're, they're like we. I don't think we ever really see what. Well, actually, doesn't he shoot oh, one of them? And the, yeah, the things, just... That's what that's what the strangers actually look like. Oh, they're, they're, okay. They're using dead bodies to walk around in. Which, Interesting. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that they are some really. I think they would be. I don't know how to describe how I feel about those the strangers. Like when they fly around the city. Yeah. God, that is scary. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't. And that, it's not. It's not a horror movie per se, right. but it's got a lot of. It's got a lot of unnerving parts. And that's there that's you go. A, unnerving. That's another Very thing. Good word. That's another thing that I really love about Dark City is it's not really classifiable. Like there's some sci-fi to it. There's some action to it. There's some horror to it. It's it's a really unique movie. Yes, especially that first fight scene where that where he falls and he you know the the rope gets his neck and he's choking the one of the uh, awesome. dude that whole thing I was like unnerved like you said I was like whoa this is very uncomfortable but yeah the lead actor I don't know not great yeah but uh, I think it works for what he's doing Kiefer then, Kiefer Sutherland perfect great oh, job and really this was the first thing I remember seeing him in before we started kind of making his comeback with Twenty Four and stuff okay he was really not in movies for a while. Yeah, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the Strangers, Kiefer Sutherland, great actors. Jennifer Connelly, eh, kind of flat. You know what I mean as well? It's like... Yeah, see, uh, I think that she's not really... The problem is, is all What's the... What's her name? Like, Emma, right? And she... Uh, but all the secondary characters were phenomenal. Yeah. That's what I didn't understand. Oh, dude, William Hurt as the detective is really good. Awesome. The guy... The guy, the guy who, that throws himself in front of the train. Amazing. But Talk to Bumstead! Yeah, even... <laughs> That's awesome. Even the prostitute, all the other cops, every, all secondary characters were phenomenal. Except for the two leads. <laughs> that was my, that was one of my issues with it. Well, I think I think Emma, the uh, Jennifer Connelly's character, is meant to be more of like a symbol than anything else. You know what I mean? Like she's a symbol to him of what he lost, and it's it's almost she's never she's kind of purposely never a complete character. She's just more his goal than anything else. And man, the, to me, the, once again, plus fifteen. The visuals in that last scene where he realizes he can change the whole world, and he starts making making oceans and stuff. Right. Yeah. That's sick. And you know, obviously, you know, there's some Christ analogies there that you can probably dive into as well. Yeah, it's it's got a little feeling of abyss. You yeah. know, at the end of abyss. You know, when they bring it, uh, the and it's got a little feeling of the Truman Show. I felt. Yeah, where where'd you get that? I don't. Okay, at the very end of the Truman Show, he hits the wall. Yeah, and, you know, you know, he's always been trying to go back to where was he trying to go that whole time? He was trying to leave. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, he I, just wants to go anywhere. Right. I just felt the same way when he opened the door and walked out and saw Emma standing at the edge of the uh, the dock. Yeah. I felt that same feeling. You know, there was nothing past that water. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why it got that same feeling that. You couldn't leave, but everyone wanted to leave, and no one remembered how to leave, and no one how to get, no one knew how to get out. But now you can, because he, he made more things. Right, but it was all focused around one character. Yeah, and he was the only one that knew. And the Truman Show was the opposite; like he didn't know, but then he started to figure it out. You know, it was that same kind of process of 
I'm trapped here. Yeah. How do I get out? How do I fix okay. things? Okay. So I that's where that I was now. getting from that. I, I didn't get that comparison. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I like the little touches like um, when, when in the very beginning when he when he leaves the hotel and the the hotel clerk's like, the only thing that makes you a guest here is cash on the barrel head. Right. And then they change it and it's a black guy. When they, right, yeah. He's like, so I told him, the only thing that makes you a guest here is cash on the barrel head. Yeah, and then when he's going, he goes past the, the newspaper stand and it's the same guy from the hotel. Yeah, it's And it's they just really switch cl- them all around, yeah. It's really clever. I, I fucking I fucking love that movie. I, I'm getting excited just talking about <laughs> but it. But again, that's just, that's exactly from that Twilight Zone episode where it's the same thing. There's Every, some Twilight Zone to it. That, oh, that, yeah. That, for sure. There is. Yeah, but I mean that's that's what he says in that in that one scene. I forget what it was called when he was in the jail cell, and he just keeps saying, you know, it's the same story, but that but everything's different. You yeah. know, the people are different. They just keep changing the roles or something like that. He's caught in a nightmare. Uh, um, I thought it was interesting that they he dedicated the movie to Dennis Potter. Oh, who's that? He's a um, he's a script writer, and one of his famous lines, I guess, was extensive use of flashback and nonlinear plot structure. Oh. So that's something that I guess, uh, what was his name again? The director, Alex Pro. Yes. Yeah, I guess he 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 passed because the guy passed away in '94. Well, so he didn't. You do you know about Alex Proyas's past prior to this? You did tell me in the last po- in the in the two podcasts ago, but please fill us in well, again. Well, he directed so the up. he directed right. the Crow in 1993, and he was so he was so broken up about what happened to Brandon Lee that he took several years off from directing. Dark City was his next movie. <sighs> yeah, it is very dark. City. Yeah. <laughs> 1998. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that guy died in between when he made The Crow and Dark City, so... Maybe that helped him transition to doing this. Sure. You know what I mean? Maybe writing this. Who knows how long that, that script took to write, because he wrote the script as well. Yeah, I mean, it almost looked... Like, it looked like... Like, you would... Like, if I told you that was based on a comic book, you probably wouldn't have been surprised, right? But, it, you know, no, it's not, not at all. It was a wholly original thing. Yes, and it's just, it sucks that it bombed. It's just, you know, stuff like that is part of the reason they'll only make sequels and superhero movies now. <sighs> that's what's that's what's just a bummer. There's no more creativity anymore. Yep. It's all just ride the lightning. Find something that was already done and try to make it better and fail. So who did the catering? Catering was Kevin Varnes. Kevin Varnes. So Kevin Varnes did The Matrix, which is interesting. Oh. And he did Mission Impossible 2. Okay. But we also had another catering company. Did you know that? Because they had two, sec- they had, I guess, a second uh, yeah, unit. Yeah, second unit. True. Yeah. So props to these people. Good looking cooking. That's a great name. Three women. Megan Howie, Michelle Ivory, and Ronnie Kleindeek. All right. They did Moulin Rouge, Mission Impossible. The first one. And they did, they did uh, TV shows, too. They did Farscape and The Wiggles. Oh shit! So props Man, to them. You really couldn't name in two more vastly different television shows. Yeah, than you're absolutely Farscape right. And the Wiggles. Oh no! You know what? They had an ex- They had another uh, catering service too. I guess for the miniatures of the city and stuff like that. Okay. They had their own catering service. It was Lisa Bryant. I couldn't find anything about her though. That's a lot of food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it was eaten and enjoyed. So oh. great job, catering sir. I would. You know what? I was coming to this kind of like Paul Hogan and Malcolm. In the middle. So Malcolm in the middle, but you know what? You talked yourself after after we talked it out. You're, yeah, you're feeling it more. I'm gonna go eight. You're gonna go eight. I'm gonna go eight. Wow. So you would watch it again, or I think it's a movie that really lends itself. There's a lot to catch and rewatch. You know what? I would watch it again because I do like that dark, gritty feel, almost like a Total Recall kind of feel. Oh fuck! I love that movie. So too. do I. Ooh. You know, especially when he grabs the um, the suitcase and he's looking at it and he sees the KH and you know. 
Yeah, it's a that's a brilliant movie. Yeah, it's all about lost, you know, stolen identity and everything like that. As yeah, well, it's so. funny too. Like, like Philip, like the guy that wrote that wrote that story, Philip K. Dick. Like, there's some Philip K. Dick, and like the the cool thing about Dark City is it's it's a pastiche of a lot of different things. You know, like there's nothing that's wholly original about it, but the way it melds all those different things is original. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could I could tell you where he got like each of the each of the elements of the movie, but the idea to to put all these things together to me was very clever yeah it was um and now that we talked about it yeah i definitely definitely swayed me more too awesome yeah i, I love that movie like yeah. like really uh, <laughs> i in case you couldn't tell <laughs> <laughs> well um yeah and i also one last thing is i i i wish there were still automats you know the scene where he goes to get his wallet at the auto oh, yeah that'd be that'd be cool to just like put in 50 cents and be like all right i got a cup of jello <laughs> yeah a cup of jello carrots whatever else was in that thing yeah and it was that was Actually, that's that seems creepy in a weird way. The way you, the way you hear that guy's voice, and he's like, "Yeah, here's your wallet or whatever." Yeah, and just keeps putting all the stuff up as he's talking to yeah. him. By the way, Alex Proyas has made nothing but bullshit since Dark City, which oh, really damn. really makes me sad. Uh, let me pull up his. We're we're running a little long here, but what the hell? I'll pull pull up his film. Yeah, we still gotta get our punching bags bags done. Yeah, we got our punching bags bags. Punching bags bags, bro. Punching bags bags ready to go. Um. All right. Yeah. So be interesting. Alexander Pro. Yes. Uh. Whoa. He kind of looks like a stranger. Look. He kind of does. He's got the shaved head. He's got the dark gear. Doesn't look like he's Pinhead's brother, but. <laughs> um. Yeah, so The Crow was his first feature in Dark City. Then he did this movie about a band called Garage Days, which I watched. It was absolutely fucking horrible. Was it um, about Metallica? He, <laughs> then he did iRobot with Will Smith. Then he did Knowing with Nicolas Cage. You didn't like iRobot? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. See, But that's the thing. That's the punching bag right there. That, that gets so much bullshit. But I watched it, and I was like, why did this get such bullshit? Then he did uh, Gods of Egypt in 2016, nom- nominated for uh, Razzies for both Worst Picture and Worst Director. Is Brendan Fraser in it? No. Okay, then it I might even, have a chance of being I can't even pronounce the name of this fucking guy. Uh, Nikolai... Oh, oh, that's um, Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Okay. Anyway. So um, I haven't seen it one two though. Okay, um, so the, let's let's talk about the punching bag bag. We, we introduced this concept a few weeks back, and this is what we're going to do. Um, for the next couple weeks, instead of assigning each other punching bags, we're going to see how this goes. We each put the name of six feature films as well as six record albums in two separate bags. 12 gonna, and 12. 12 and 12. We're going to draw a movie and a CD for each week, and then we're going to both review both of them. And the idea here, um, we've been doing, uh, like, overlooked movies or CDs that we had some sort of personal attachment to. Uh, the, the the twist here is that the personal attachment thing is off. Yes. Like, there, there's, uh, there's a couple... The, I put a couple things in that I, I know are probably going to be pretty bad. Same with me. And then uh, there, I put in a couple that I have hope might be good. So, um, so do you want to do? Do you want to do? Uh, you just draw uh, both you, for next week, and then I'll do the week after. Oh, okay, you to, you, I'll pick two. Pick pick one from each. You right, right. I'll pick one from here, yeah. and I'll pick one from there. Okay, yeah, yeah. let's see what we got. All, All right, right. So let's 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 program next week's punching bags. Okay. Okay, I got one. Okay. All right. So okay. that's 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 a record album. Okay, and, I got uh, the, I got the record, and okay. All right, what are we talking about next oh, week? Jason? I think these are both chucks. What are we talking about next week? Okay, music. We got Len, 
you can't stop the, the bum, bum rush. rush. <laughs> I've never heard it. I've only ever heard "Steal My Sunshine." I have heard this album. <laughs> have you? And I think it's only it's. I think it's like a bunch of like uh, like audio like dance tracks. Oh, sick, dude. Okay, and then we got another Chuck one. What are we gonna watch? Jury duty. Oh, that was for you, buddy. Oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that it. That was for you. You know what? Yeah, I want to. I want to give this one. An, I'll give it another chance. My boy Rick Dukeman's in it. So oh, okay. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen Jury Duty. Yeah, I've seen it too. Yeah, I've I haven't seen. I've seen it since I was a little kid. Yeah, I haven't watched. So what are we gonna do with this? We're gonna trash it. Toss it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Glenn? All right. Whoa. So. We got a text message, folks. All right. So. If you're interested in in playing along, that's what's going on next week. And now, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. So next week, we'll, ne- next time we podcast, we're gonna get this all figured out. So you next know, week is the twelfth. Uh, so. That's when that's when we'll talk about jury duty and Len. Okay. And then on the nineteenth, we'll talk about. Oh Jesus, man! All four are mine. Oh boy! On the nineteenth, we're gonna discuss the pest with John Lake Wazamo. Okay, never saw it. And limp biscuits, chocolate starfish, and the hot dog nice. flavored water. Nice. Oh boy. I'm kind of excited though. <laughs> this, I think this is fun. I think this yeah. is a way to freshen up a punching bag for a little while, and then we I can always, we can go back to the old way. Yeah. So we'll do we'll do the next two weeks, and then we'll do it again the next two weeks, right? Yeah, if we're feeling it. We, yeah, we definitely. Can always, yeah. And then uh, you know we could always reload the bags at some point, whatever, whatever you want to do. Sounds good. And it's it's our fucking podcast. There's no there's no <laughs> rules. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap it up because we are well in excess of an hour, and Joe Benzon's gonna be angry at us. Uh, yeah, well, well, listen, guys, let us know what you think. Are you, do you, are you are you excited for the bag? Are, are you happy that we're back? Should we just go away forever? <laughs> we, don't 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 solicit those kind of emails. <laughs> Not NordicPod at gmail.com. So, um, so we had at least one comment that uh, the, the listener liked it better when uh, we reviewed things together. So, yeah. you know, there you go. So we're going to try it this way. And, you know, if you like the old way, if you like the new way, let us know. Yeah, we'll give it a, send give us it a whirl. A, send us an Instagram message. And TJ, TJ. We're, we're waiting for you, buddy. You did, yeah. Maybe maybe you want to guest Maybe you want to guest on one of these upcoming episodes. Let us know. Yeah, we got to rock it out. All right. And uh, you got anything else? Uh... No, like always. <laughs> always at the end. Uh, no. Uh, not Nordic Pod on Facebook. Uh, like us. Uh, at, uh, follow us on Instagram at Not Nordic Pod. Uh, at Mad Splatter Philly on Instagram. Uh, Mad Splatter Band, I think, on Facebook. We have a bunch of shows coming up. Yada, yada, yada. Or rate us. Rate us on. Uh, yeah, yeah. We never even asked for that. Yeah, if you can rate us on whatever whatever thing you're on, whatever and, uh, podcast you listen to, you know, to give it. some money to our Patreon. Hey. <laughs> it does not exist. <laughs> no, we're we are not a uh, Patreon uh, uh, level. But or you ever know, will be. Well, you know, someday I'm going to look for reimbursement for all these pop tarts I'm buying. <laughs> True that. True that. <laughs> all right, everybody, it's it's been good hanging out with you, and we'll see you next week. And remember, as always, that we are not. not. <laughs>